Hello, and welcome to the inaugural season of the 4th Branch Podcast. I'm glad you found us. Our goal here is simple. Let's get real people together to talk about real topics and issues. This week, we'll be discussing information consumption, and I've got a question for you. Considering how vast and accessible information is supposed to be in our great technological age, how easy is it for you to find out the things you want to know? And why do you think that might be? As is customary on our podcast, we want to explore thoughts, ideas, beliefs, and opinions from across the spectrum. On the Fourth Branch Podcast, the way we see it, every voice should find value in the arena of public discourse, including you and me. My name is Atal Osama, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the conversation. Let's get started. All right, welcome to the Fourth Branch Podcast. My name is Atal Osama. I'm here with uh, my co-host, Brian Henderson. How are you doing today, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. And how are you? We're, we're going to talk a little bit about the availability of information contrasted against our seemingly societal desire to just hone in on one specific or, or one specific set of facts, despite the wealth of information that appears to be available. So um, I know we were kicking around some things, and I think this is a fascinating uh, subject to discuss. I think that, you know, I'm like you. I, I, I predate the Internet, and um, <laughs> I can remember going to the library and having to research something or borrowing a set of encyclopedias so that I could do some school work. It was much it took much more effort to get information and get data. I seemingly, I mean, this is, this is, I don't, I don't, I don't want to state this as fact, but it, but it appears to me that there was a time when you had to work much harder than you do now to get information. But despite that, we do not appear collectively to be more informed as a population. It, is that in my head? Do, do, do you think there's, there's any 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 truth to that uh, proposition? I would use one word that you that's going to make it sound like I completely disagree with you. However, it's not what it sounds like, and I'll explain. Yeah, I think right now people are more informed than ever, and 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 it's because of all of the information that is being put out in the media and through TikTok, social media, all of that. It's it's camps, it's uh special interest groups, it's uh forgetting the <clears throat> political word for that really, but people are more informed and uh, because they're flying in formation, you know, the mm -hmm. as they are being told to do. You pick this camp, you pick that camp. And unfortunately, <laughs> I attribute some of this to our evolution as the animal that underlies everything that we are. You could either choose to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and go and plant and sow and till and maintenance your crop, or you can go to the grocery store for about an hour and come back with everything right. you need for a week. Right. And that's what I think the internet uh, has has become. It's become a mix of special interests jumping aggressively on the fact that we love to do things efficiently out of almost a necessity for survival. Knowledge is power. People know that. 
kind right. of innately, but they but they don't really know what knowledge is and they don't know what the truth is in reality. So there are people who are very happy to come in and tell you, look, no reality, that's my team. That's my team. That's that's what I want you to believe. That's what reality is. And we're like, wait, how do I find that out? And we we pick up our Star Trek tricorders, which is our cell phones, and we go, okay, so what's the truth on this? And they watch a few TikToks, we'll go to some YouTube things and hey, that was quick. I feel like I know a lot about this now. It makes it in the but end like you're it was but you, harder. But you don't. It was harder in a way, like you said, but it's if you had to do something and it was going to be difficult, you at least wanted to make sure that your end result was accurate, that it was as right as possible. You wanted to not just come back in fifth grade with that book report to the teacher with the first magazine you saw that had the word airplane right. written on it. You know, right. you wanted to look at a few different books. Now you you turn on the internet and everybody's like, "Here's the end." That, that, that's <laughs> so information was more valuable because it was harder to get. It, it that's a good way of of, of look. It's an angle of looking at it that that I I, I use. Like it, you you know you if you work hard for something, you know you know you have to work hard for it. You don't want to come away with a mess. You know you don't want to come away with garbage. You know if you have any integrity, you. you you worked hard for it, so you don't want to come up with, hey, hey, we know you were at the library for six hours yesterday, but you're completely wrong. <laughs> How did you do that? You know? Right. Right. Whereas everything is instantaneous now. You can, and the ease with which you can find people who agree with what you're already thinking, which makes it even more easy, you know, just kind of. It's a spiral out of control that makes people, I, I don't, I hate to use the word, but it makes people intellectually lazy. You know, reading a book is, is an awful thing to someone probably born after, not everyone, of course, but to someone born after the year 2000, because you mean I have to take more than five minutes to look, to, to understand the red badge of courage? Five minutes. Which was a horrible Man. book anyway, but. <laughs> my, my wife and I were, um, watching something i can't remember what it was and someone posted a mcdonald's commercial from the 70s right i mean and you 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 the the exploitative the exploitative exploitative nature of the commercial aside right because this was clearly geared for black people like mm. motown sound and all all black people what what struck me most about that commercial was the length of the commercial that commercial was 90 seconds, maybe two minutes long. I can't remember when the last time I saw a commercial that was two minutes long. Right. The commercial had a story. It was, it was, it did. It, it had a story. It had a, it had an arc. It was, they, they got up early for church. It was a McDonald's commercial. They got up early for church and the grandmother wanted everybody to eat and they didn't have time to cook. And they went to McDonald's and got a McDonald's breakfast. And the grandmother was skeptical of the value of the breakfast. And then she expected and they won her over at the end and everybody was happy. And they got to church on that. It was a whole story. And I, you wouldn't see. And, and, and then I, I can, I remember the, uh, Calvin, Calvin got a job, right? That's Calvin walking through the neighborhood, classic, you know, oh. and hey, Calvin, it, he's got his property. I can't, I can't remember <laughs> when I, when I've seen a commercial of that length. And I don't want to think, I don't want to say our capacity is, is any different. Um, I just, I, I, 
maybe it's just the expectation that it's going to be delivered. And I know there's other factors that involves in that, right? I mean, uh, uh, what the cost of a commercial has got to be four or five times what it was in 1978. You don't, you don't have the the budget to to shoot and pay for a commercial that long, and I'm sure that factors into it. But I don't think we would, we collectively, I don't think we would sit and watch a commercial that long. I don't. Oh, there's no way. I don't. <laughs> there's no way. Like. People are willing to pay to not have commercials at all. So, you know, there's, there's entire right. two generations that are completely commercial averse. You know, I guess what I'll say is, you know, you know, back to kind of what we, our initial uh, point or, or idea is for this is, you know, are people less informed? And, and again, I, I'll go back to the traditional informed. You know, I won't use my information right. from this point forward to, to make it not confusing. You know, people are so much less informed and it's about the substance of the information that they're getting. Agreed. It's, it's, you can watch a commercial again, going back to commercials. I, I watched a, uh, um, an, an interview or not an interview. It was a speech and, um, excuse me, let me, let me correct that again. It was a, uh, see, I watched a whole lot of them, you know, in a short period of time. So it's hard to remember. <laughs> Right. So right. anyway, I, I it was totally contradictory information in one delivered piece of information. It was Trump is clearly leading the Republican surge like he he would clearly be the nominee if there were not all of these uh, things going against him, legal things in Colorado and et cetera, et cetera. Then I. <laughs> I saw a campaign commercial for Nikki Haley where the commercial clearly stated and in kind of an obfuscated kind of way, she is the best candidate to beat Biden because Trump couldn't do it. And it's like, if you're a Nikki Haley fan, then what do you believe? Do you believe the polls over here or do you believe the polls over there? Because two people, two camps just told you two totally different things. And as we've said many times, where's the middle ground? Where are the people who are trying their best to just present the facts of the matter and let the people make decisions? So it's the quality of the information. It's, it's, it's skewed. It's, it's so when you had a, when you had a question like that, you know, in the, in the past, that is what the newspapers would be for. That is what the evening news would be for, right? Some in-depth analysis and you read an article or watch the news and gain some perspective. All that information is still available because polls are polls are not new, right? Political spin is not new. But if you wanted to, in 1980, if you wanted to look at the Republican field at the time and, the, and, and what made Ronald Reagan so popular, was the rallies and the interviews and you know him making himself available and him clearly articulating what his vision was and and all of the things that I would expect a traditional candidate to do. Well, fast forward to to now, the reason that Donald Trump is so far ahead in the polls is that nobody's his supporters aren't asking about his positions. They aren't asking about what he wants to, he's just right. He's, he's just right for them. And, and it's, it's almost Im immovable and immutable in, in their minds. I'm not a pollster, but 
I don't see anecdotally that Donald Trump could go to jail, and I think he would be elected president out of spite. I, I, I that's that's just my, my my personal belief. They're that fervent in their loyalty to him and 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 what they feel he he represents. My question in that is. And I'm going to go with, let's say, 40, 40 and up, because I'm going to excuse the digital age generational people. Why would someone my age base their um, opinion about an issue on a reel or a TikTok? Why would we why would we do if it's all you've ever known? I can kind of. OK, but I'm accustomed to multiple sources of information. I'm accustomed to gathering data and asking questions and having conversations because in my formative years, that is how you came to learn about a subject. It appears to me, and I, and I, I this is, you know, the, the question that I want to ask, it, it, it appears to me that as well intended as the internet, I'm sure was and, and had giving access, I don't know if there's a desire for that. To use your, your farmer's analogy, I think grocery stores are successful because people don't want to spend the time to grow their own food. They don't want to do it. They would rather have the convenience of, of going to the store. And I wonder, to, would people rather have the convenience of ready-made, packaged talking points and, and opinions and positions? Would they prefer that over doing the work of educating yourself and having difficult discussion, coming to consensus. Is, is this really showing us something about ourselves and our nature that maybe we didn't know was? I think it, I think it definitely is. It, it is, you know, it's almost like the good news is that we're kind of, and I'll use a little bit, some people might interpret this as strong language, but you know, the good news is that we're kind of being manipulated by our natural factory settings. <laughs> so it's kind of the mm. good news. Like no one's got to, say a chip in our brain yet to guide us toward right. anything. But right. I think I'll go to uh what we were what we were, we discussed very briefly beforehand. Uh and it was a uh, net neutrality and because I think that reading this definition of it will kind of say how it happens that uh people don't seem to people would rather just take one moment and why people our age would even fall for taking one moment to find out what their position is. So right. The definition of net neutrality, uh, according to uh, Oxford Languages, is the principle that Internet service providers should enable access to all content and applications, regardless of the source, and without favoring or blocking particular products or websites, uh, quote unquote, legislation to protect net neutrality. Hmm. I believe, and from what I've seen, the key words <clears throat> in there is enable access. To all content, it's enable access, and the regardless of source and without favoring or blocking uh, particular products or websites. Well, we just know that market forces make that happen anyway, right? What net neutrality actually turned out to be, you know, and the people who did the research and read into the legislation realized it's a, it was a it was a control grab. It would actually decrease the amount of access. Um, that people have to varying opinions by highly promoting those who could pay for that promotion and right. kind of throttling is a word I think that came from out of this. And I could be mistaken. I'm no, by no means a computer expert throttling the people who are 
<laughs> throttling them and beating them around the face and the neck and by slowing their, uh, you know, feed into the, the, the internet so that when they're searched for, you know, they're, they're not found. They're on page 93 instead of page one. Right. Um, net neutrality basically turned out to be quite the opposite of what you would think the name says, which is to be expected. If it's anything like any other legislation, it's the opposite of what the name says. So what that did was it enabled people our age bringing this back. Why is it someone that is our age is able to look on the Internet for a few minutes, you know, maybe an hour and, and think they've got it all figured out? And it's because you either when you when you got on the Internet, you either went into one rabbit hole or the other. You went into the pro or the con. And depending on how determined the largest portions of media are to have you find this rabbit hole instead of the other one, that's what you're going to find. So now the person who is our age and, and older is saying, well, hmm. From the moment I clicked on this and put it into the Google box, you know, that's people way older than us, you know, put it into the Google yeah. box. It's been telling me pretty much the same thing. So I have now pseudo satisfied my ability to look at multiple sources before I'm but you're not really mind. looking at multiple sources. But I love that. You're yep. not really looking at multiple sources. So I think that's a little bit of how people our age fall for that, you know, and, and, and say things like, and this might be controversial, right? Because you know, this is supposed <laughs> to be true. It's supposed to be true. People who, who will say, who will say that Donald Trump is guilty of sedition and, uh, <laughs> you know, being a traitor to our country. And they believe that because they, if they see the large portion of the media and what is presented, they do not see the videos that are not presented. They do not see the part of his speech that was taken out and is never presented. Anymore. They do not see what happened inside the Capitol they do not see those things without searching directly for them, trying to get out of the main narrative. But when you're when you're going to the Internet to question something and say, why is this? You don't know what question to ask yet. You don't know right. how to say, oh, also, and give me the information that you don't want to give me. <laughs> There's no button for that. Right. You know, right. Uh, people broke things and there were people in uh, senators and congressmen in their offices. Yes. Okay. How did they get in there? You know, the how did they get in there is never, ever discussed. He incited a riot and violence. What about the part of the speech where he clearly said, look, no violence. Don't break and don't do damage. Don't do because he was actually sticking to the mantra of, you know, those those other people cause damage and riots and violence. We're right. not like them. Right. He was literally saying, no, 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 no. This is the opposite of what. Right. They didn't see the recordings of the body cameras of the Capitol Police saying these people aren't doing anything out here. But what we're doing is we're firing on them with pepper spray and non-lethal things that are penetrating their skin. And the more we shoot, I think a quote from one of the Capitol Police was, we're doing all these things to try to disperse these people. But these innocent people, we are shooting at innocent people. But all we're doing is making them more angry every time we do. Right. That is not going to be that video footage is not going to be in your Google search. So if you're older than us or our age and you came up through the times we came up in, you saw the societal ups and downs that we saw. It's right. easy to look at that as it's presented in the mainstream media and go, yeah, 
that just makes sense. That just makes sense. That guy is, oh my gosh. You know, he, he might as well be uh, on the side of a mountain somewhere in Georgia, you know, being worshipped by the by General uh, Lee, you know what I mean? But it's not the fact of the matter. It's, it's, it's the way you're presenting it. It's, it's almost like you have to think of yourself as a consumer. Like you're being, you're being sold a product. It's, it's like going to a grocery store and you see fat free, sugar free donuts. And these are healthy, fat free, sugar free keto donuts. Now it looks like a donut, right? right. <laughs> all the, all the packaging is telling you that this donut is better than these, this, this other donut that's next to it that's not uh, uh, you know, keto, uh, 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 gluten free, uh, all, all the the healthy buzzwords or whatever that they're trying to do to sell you this these these donuts. So it 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 the way you present that it, it it's almost like you have to assume from the beginning that you're being sold something rather than you're being told something. Fact. Because if you if you have that approach, then you can say okay. This was presented to me in a particular way to serve a particular purpose. Now let me flip the package over and read the ingredients. Let me look up and see what this ingredient actually is and what it does. So in a way, you're having to probably do more work than we would have done previously. Uh, if I had just, uh, you know, if I just wanted to go and pick up my, my local newspaper and read the editorial, that begs another question though. So if I'm the, information providing platform and my, my my business model is the collection of eyeballs and i achieve that by presenting a desired narrative is that nefarious is there anything wrong with my with my model are you telling me that i'm i'm doing something wrong because if this is what they want to see i'm a, i'm a business right if if people want protein sugar free donuts and I can find some way to legally say that my my donut is keto friendly, sugar free, protein. If, if all natural, right? It's this is all natural. <laughs> if if I can find a way to do that, and that's my business model, and it satisfies um, a public need, is there anything wrong with that? It depends on the nature of the world at that time. It's like, and what you what you're talking about is kind of like the framers of. Um, the Constitution, as they're referred to, you know, the press is not there as set forth by the Constitution. The press is not there to catch eyeballs. It is there to enlighten minds to the facts of the world so that informed decisions okay. can be made. So it's like if the world is fine and what you do in your magazine is about cooking, for example, it's a cookbook. Then you're just fine, you know, for going along with the trend of, oh yeah, this soy-based, uh, you know, no <laughs> no chocolate-added chocolate thing taste of right, food. yeah, a chocolate-free chocolate chip cookie, and yes. you put it on the cover of your magazine every day, and you know it doesn't taste anywhere near as good as the other thing, and it's not good for you at the same time, right. <laughs> It's, a, right. it's one of those preference things that walks the line of your own morality and all that kind of stuff. But it, it is a choice. It's a choice because that's your chosen business. That's how you feed yourself. That's how you feed your family. That's how you do things. 
you're not destroying the world. Someone can pick that thing up and still read the ingredient list and go, I have no idea what chemical that is. You right. Know, you're not leading people irrevocably into, uh, you know, the, the, the bowels of, of hell doing this. You're just pointing in a direction that is that people want to hear anyway. The, all the dieters and people who want to eat a chocolate bar but not feel guilty about it. Uh, right. So they're complicit. <laughs> but if but if you look at it from in, in terms of what we're discussing nowadays in, in, in the media, it's absolutely wrong to misrepresent what is happening. Absolutely wrong. And when you say that, and I'll, I'll just go out here, I'll just say this. Uh, uh, one of our presidential candidates, uh, Vivek, I believe is, yeah. you know, yeah, Ramaswamy. he says a lot of things that he's very, he's a smooth talker, but the poor guy does not understand the definition, has never apparently read the definition of genocide because he could well, not get that right. He, he said, ah, you know, and I won't say what. For the purposes of this video, I won't go into what we were talking about, but yeah, he said, yeah, I won't call that genocide because that's a strong word. You know, I'll just say, you know, these, these people that are there are living their best life there, you know, better there than anywhere else in the world. And you can't really call that. A, it's like, wait, what planet are you on, man? What planet right. are you on? You know, send your, send your kids there to live for a while. We'll see if they're living their best right. life. You know, but I'll, I will move quickly away from that and just say that. A lot of times we're people our age are we're we are completely complicit in and people not our age. We're completely complicit in being duped and fooled because, again, we don't want to do the work. Part of it is because of our hardwiring, you know, to do things quickly and efficiently because that conserves energy. It all right down to the animal part of us. Conserve energy, conserve time because that is life. And we're manipulated in that way. Okay, you want to save time? All right. The first 20 hits you get on Google are all going to be skewed toward the same direction. We're even going to put some in there that uh, appear to be refuting some of this, but they all end up back kind of in the same, you know, right. Like a controlled opposition right. kind of a thing. And you, by the time you've read 20 of them, like you said, you've, you've done a pretty a good bit of work at this point. You know, it might not have been in pages that fold, but you just read the equivalent of 30 pages of stuff. And it's like, you know, they all, it all says the same thing. And it appears that unlike the library where I'd have to pull it off the shelf, go find it to get these different sources. Hey, look, it all says this was New York Times. This was LA Times. This was AP. This was Reuters. This was, you know, okay. So that Mm -hmm. must be what's going on over there. (laughs) It must be what's happening. You know, when there's another side of it with people our age, that makes it a little more shameful anyway. Because one thing that you learn as you get older as is, how much you didn't know before, you know, sure. you, you really learn that, wow, some things I was really convinced about, I, I did not know really not where it started or began. And our brains, though filled with more experiences and all that, it doesn't, it doesn't make us automatically able to discern between lies and truth. We're just a little better at it. But what we should know at our age, our at our age, is when we click on Google and see all of it is saying the same thing. When has that ever happened in our lives? Right. You know. <laughs> right. Everybody, every network, every anchor is saying not That's just all the same red flag, not just the same uh, gist, but the same sentence. <laughs> you know, I mean, like mockingbirds. I'll just put that out there. Right. Actually saying the same sentences on the same day at the same news hour all at once 
anyone our age has to say, wait, hold on. How in the world is that possible? Yeah, if, if that if that were the case, if if you had turned on the television, the nightly news in, in nineteen eighty eight and heard the exact same thing told on three different networks, I it it would have been rejected. No one would have accepted that. With the it same video. Same right. 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 No one would have accepted that. Right. The expectation was that this is, uh, you know, there's some journalistic integrity. And, and I, yeah, I think that's a good point. So if you carry that forward, is AP News responsible for what's on their feed? Or is Facebook responsible for what's on your feed? Because I know the work that I have to do just to find different points of view because it wants to push me to what I, what it thinks I want to see. I, I find myself clicking on or not clicking on certain things because I don't want to train my algorithm to, to shoot me certain stuff. Right. And as a business model, I, I, I understand what Facebook is. They, they're trying to sell advertising space. Right. I understand what they are trying to do, but do they have a responsibility to public discourse or am I as the consumer here? Cause I, it, it's the, I, I love the way you, you, you preface that. I am an information consumer. So is it my responsibility to know what I'm buying? It, it, it depends on the organization. You know, per your question, it's like if it's AP. Or Reuters, you know, they're supposed to be trying to provide reality. That is the minimum expectation for a Reuters or an AP. What's happening in Somalia, right? If I go right. to Reuters or AP, the minimum expectation that we should be able to have is that they will tell us the, the facts on the ground to the best of their knowledge that they, that they would actually have something that doesn't exist anymore, like a foreign correspondent. You know, some of right, them actually right, say, right. <laughs> do that anymore, right? It's not necessary. It's a minimum requirement. When we go to, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and things like that, well, see, that's, it should be, should be that it's so clear that Facebook and Twitter are not where you should go to get your news about what's going on in the world. It should be very clear that that's not, because that should be ours. Those things should be right. ours. If, if there's junk right. in it, it's because we put it there. And whatever junk we're free to put on there, we put on there. Ah, there's the catch. Mm -hmm. Because we're not free to put all the junk on there, all of it. That would expose it as a place that, no, you do not want to go find out what's going on there. Because there's literally 20 different views of what's happening. And you will be confused forever because every view is allowed. It's not where you go. Journalistic integrity, which you mentioned earlier, that's what's missing. If AP and Reuters actually had people on the ground in, in the places they're talking about, if they actually just delivered the facts about what was going on in that area, not a narrative, then that would be journalistic. And that would be journalistic integrity. The minimum, the minimum, meaning, look, don't even tell us what you think this means. Like we're okay. <laughs> There are bombs yeah. going off. People are dying. People are shooting at each other. But we're not going to say there's a war. We're just going to tell you that there are bombs going off, shooting. and That would be great. 
Okay, we're back on day two. People are still dying. There's bombs going right. on. We're not even going to tell you necessarily who shot that rocket that hit that building. Because quite frankly, how do they know? They can, however, change the screen to uh, the Secretary of State of the United States. They can change the screen to uh, the president or the, whatever, the leader of Russia. Uh, they can go mm -hmm. to Xi Jinping and just tell us what they're talking about. What are they saying is happening? And then we can compare all of those put it together with the facts of what's going on on the ground. And then we say, you know what? There's some kind of a war going on. There's a battle going on. Right. People are dying. Right. And why? And that why becomes the next question. You know, and and, and those reporters with integrity are already working on that question because they know we want to know. But that doesn't happen. That, that, and that, that goes back to what I was saying earlier. I don't know collectively if that's what we want. I don't think we want that collectively. I think we want to... In between your aunt's pictures and, uh, you know, the, the other stuff that you, you see on Instagram, in, in between that, you want to be able to see a clip that tells you what is going on. Exactly. I think that's what we want. I agree. A and too many of us. Yeah. And I, I, and I, and I, and I think there really needs to be a movement towards requiring some civic responsibility to self-education about an issue. If you are allowing yourself to be to be educated, to be satisfied by one and two minute clips and snippets, are you uh, doing your part to be, how can you make informed decisions as an ill-informed person? So I look at us. I don't think it's the responsibility of Facebook. I don't think it's the responsibility of Reuters or, or AP. I think it is us. I think it's the fourth branch. I think we need to say, hey, listen, I'm going to educate myself. And I'm not going to allow the advertising-driven model for the social media companies to be my basis of, of knowledge and understanding. I'm not going to allow the politically driven spin from CNN and Fox to be my basis of understanding because I know that there's an agenda there, there's a message there, and I'm trying to be sold something. I'm going to reject that and I'm going to get to the facts of what's going on. And if we can develop a hunger for that, then someone will want to feel that need. But right now, unfortunately, and I, I just, I, I don't want to sound too cynical, I don't see much of an appetite for that kind of that level of understanding. I don't. It feels good to feel like you're a part of the majority of something and you shared it and I liked it. And then this person commented. Clearly, we're all on the same page. I know my, my job is done. I don't have to do anything more. And I can feel like I'm I'm, I'm a part of, of something when I'm really not. Yeah. It was just something that was sold to me. And I'm sitting here eating these disgusting, nasty, protein, chocolate, free chocolate donuts under the auspices that this is what we're all we're all agreeing that that, that we want to do. And this is what's best for us. And yeah. I, I just I, it goes back to that human conditioning, that that factory setting. Like you see, like you said, everybody wants a group. People want to belong to a group. They want to fit in. They want to. You know, and it, it's largely fear based. Right. I mean, 
you could say it's it's psychobiological, right? I mean, it, it is a, a hard wiring that says join a group because being out there by yourself is dangerous. You know, other groups right. will take from you, or you, you know, right. they might laugh at you. You know, um, so I, I agree with that completely. The appetite for it, especially if you look at uh, Facebook or you know, it's it's really weird that Twitter appears. From the number of hits on on pieces of information that might not that might be counter the, the mainstream narrative, it might appear that Twitter is the people on Twitter are more refined. You know, why are there more people you know able or willing to look at the counter narrative? And really, it goes down. It comes back to how long do you have to look? You know, that, that's it. Like Twitter, <laughs> right? Shorter profiles. Right. I mean, like they're just skipping, dancing through that stuff. Right. And it, it's it, it's it's pretty much an awful thing. I mean that we are wired that way and that there are people that understand that. And for business purposes, also, you can't, you know that I won't say you can't blame them, but you know that they're going to take advantage of that knowledge. I mean, if it increases their sales, if it, you know, if it, I, I would, yeah, it, it's, I, 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 I would. And, and if, if I could convince you that my dirt filled donut was chocolate free. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to buy it. Yep, I, I I find hard finding fault in, in 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 what they're doing, and and I think that I think that you know we, we're we're in the matrix of sorts, and um I just I really like that analogy, right? I think we are we are information consumers, and and we have to think of ourselves as being in a marketplace, as opposed to there being information centers that are dispassionate and unbiased, like you were describing earlier. I don't know if that exists anymore. I don't know where you can go and just get an unbiased, unsanctioned uh, expression of events. Yep, it's yep. going to have some spin. It's going to have. It's going to be shaped in some form or fashion, and we're just going to have to do the work to cut through it and and, and, and figure out what a what a part what part of that is valuable and what part is. Eh. Okay, this sounds this this sounds on track for an election year. I'm, I'm, we're we're going to maybe maybe not cling to that that part of the narrative so tightly, which kind of is unfortunate because when you when you contrast that against this desire to just want to be able to have it packaged and handy and like like most other areas of our lives, you know, one of the one of the great things that came out of the pandemic was the explosion of delivery of goods. I don't know if we'll ever see the return of 24 hour stores for what I can just order it and I can order it that night and it'll be here in the morning. I, you, we, we, we love convenience. We, we really do. And, um, it's a dangerous crossroads. You are shortcutting information center and allowing someone else to package what you should, what you feel, what they feel you should, you need to know. I, and that efficiency want. That efficiency want that people have the to conserve energy, conserve yeah. energy and time. That is life, and that is how people are wired to look at it, to feel about it, more or less. A, something to compare to that kind of a, a metaphor, an analogy, or whatever. I'm not sure which would be um, a workout regime, you know, a fitness uh, 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 approach that you're going to use. One fitness approach would be. Watch your diet. Don't eat things that are you know are bad mm -hmm. for you. Try and find healthy things to eat. 
don't eat so much, move. Now, I'm not in that strict move more uh, category. That's, that's not scientifically true, but you got to move, right? You do have to move. You have to you know, go do something, go actually do some exercise. What we have now in our news, <laughs> unfortunately, because people like to feel like they're in the know because knowledge is power and without it, they, they're in fear. So the equivalent of what people are doing now is they're hopping on the Internet and getting some steroids. And it doesn't take the work. You know, they're not working hard for it at all. They're, they're, they, they come to work the next day and, you know, I know this and I know that. And, you know, I, I'm, I am informed. I understand what's going on because they took the short route. They just looked at the top 20 things or even worse. Uh, maybe it's equivalent. They just looked at the things that went according to the, to what they could accept based on their, they already, what they already knew. Right. With what they already thought. Right. And if they found 20 other sources that agree with exactly what they were saying and they, they come in and they're informed, well, they need to ask the people that are using the steroids, <laughs> how does that end for you? You know, right. What, what is the net benefit you get from that? Because you don't like you end up right back where you started your or your internal organs and all other kind of things are probably fried, shot and, and, and busted. Um, and you you looked great on the outside for a while. Your appearance was fantastic, but you were decaying at the same time. Yeah. And that's what happens to us socially, you know, emotionally, when we continue to be led by the nose by terrible information sources. It's we feel good. Oh, yeah, I know what's going on. You know, the Syrian terrorists are everywhere, you know. China has hacked our mainframes and blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> but go, no, go, go ahead. I was going to say, ahead. but if none of that is actually the truth, then all you've allowed is the people who use those lies to do whatever they wanted to do. Right. Which has totally different effects on your life than China hacking the mainframe. <laughs> what they actually right. did was some things that might have, I don't know, destroyed uh, and caused some damage to the U.S. economy that you live in. But you're totally oblivious to that because, no, the Russians did it. You know, the. the right. The, right. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of. I, you, you, what that makes me think of, man, is when I had a second grader and I remember this vividly, I'm, I'm chaperoning a field trip. And we're, I can't remember where we're going, but we're on the bus. And so I'm, you know, sitting on a school bus with 30 kids. And one of the kids remarked that they were hungry. And so my son says, yeah, I, I, I hope we have hamburgers for, for lunch. So that was one of his favorite things to eat. And then another kid responded to him, you can't eat hamburgers because you don't eat pork. And he responded back, why can't I eat hamburgers? You know, I've, I've, I've always eaten hamburgers. And the boy says, ham burger. It's a ham Come on. burger. <laughs> Come on. And that prompted some other kids, yeah, hamburger. That makes so much sense. It's a hamburger and you're not, you said you don't eat ham. And it turned into this big debate, right? I'm talking about the bus was split, right? So you had <laughs> half that was uh, hamburgers was ham, and then the other half was like, "No, it's not ham." <laughs> they couldn't articulate what it was, but they knew it wasn't ham, right? And that's kind of what you described, right? You're you're someone presents a narrative. 
it sounds right. I'm going to like it. <laughs> well, yeah. after so many people like it, well, I want to like it too. And nobody, there were six, seven adults on the bus. Not one of those kids came to us to ask, is a hamburger ham? Oh, right. They were, they were, they had, they had convinced themselves that their position was, was correct. Even worse than conditioning themselves that their condition was correct, just like adults do. They didn't ask any adults because they were waiting to be validated by the people they wished to impress, which was, which was you and the rest of the adults. They were going to hold the line no matter which side of that they were on. And, right. you know, hoping that they come out the victor instead, instead of trying to really seek, okay, look, there's a lot of us that think this way. There's a lot of us that think this way. Obviously, this is, there's something we need to know because one of us. Because yeah, we both can't be right, right, right. Let's seek more information. How about these old people on this bus, you know? <laughs> and nobody asked that. And that goes with my uh, I've had this conclusion since I was, since I took my uh, first job out of college. Yeah. Nothing fundamentally changes in human interaction and social, human social uh, interaction past about third grade. Um, you have, <laughs> I've said this a few times, you have the, the, the people who are kind of intelligent, who really want more intelligence and power, and they usually become the leaders. You have the bullies who had power then just because they were bigger and stronger or whatever, and they become the henchmen of the right. people who were not that bright. And then you have the people who were actually bright that are now swept up in this whirlwind of bullies and people who have more power than brains. And we end up, excuse me, that's a supposition. That's, that's an assumption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the people who would like to think for themselves. I'll, I'll put myself in that cat, okay? We end up marginalized because the bullies are like, nah, hey, hey, hey. These guys over here who have more more uh, power than brains are paying us a lot. Sh shut up. Don't talk. You don't know what you're talking about. This is good for me. It's At least I'm not at the bottom, you know? And, and they don't really, right. they are at the bottom. Yeah, but, right. Uh, it's, it's the same phenomenon. It's a third grade phenomenon that adults use that those kids used on the bus. They're just going to yeah. keep arguing with each other, teaming up and looking at each other for reinforcement. But nobody's asking, but which one of Nobody them actually Right. <laughs> right. Right. Because had someone just asked, we could have clear, we could have clarified what hamburger actually is. Yep. And, and I, 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 I wonder, I wonder if we are in a similar vein when it comes to our information consumption. It's just so much easier to just go along with what's already being presented rather than challenge. And I think that speaks to why, uh, like, like kind of what we were saying in the beginning, despite the explosion and the ease of information that is available, people appear to know less. And, 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 and I think it feels that way because I, no one wants, no one wants to go against the narrative. No one wants to be the odd, the oddball, the well, except for me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm weird that way, but no, no one, no one wants to be in that position. And then even if they did, they don't want to do the work 
to find the information that they that they need in order to hold this counter counterpoint. And um, it really concerns me that it is it is you know we're making huge decisions collectively as a society. We're making huge decisions, and we're not even informed about. Uh, to a degree that I think we, we, we need to be in order to make these decisions, right? This, this, I, this, I mean, you can pick any contentious topic that you want to, and it's either an A or B. Which, which side of the fence are you on? That's it. And, you know, you can't, again, I, I said, you can't blame a lot of people. You know, it's, I've always said also, the smartest person on earth cannot make the best decision. If they are in a vacuum of facts and real information, you know, you can be the most intelligent, smartest person on earth. But if you don't, if you're being told lies about the situation, you cannot make the best decision. That's correct. Period. And also on the other, on the other end of the spectrum, or I shouldn't, goodness, everything is politicized nowadays. Um, on the other end of that, if I lost my train of thought there, darn, politics just messed up my train of thought. Um, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, there's so many people that are struggling mightily to feed their families, to just hold on to that job, to just to try and find another job, to pay their bills. They're working their asses off every day. Uh, oh, maybe we can bleep that out. <laughs> um, you know. No, no, no we're, we're fine. And, and what what that does is it makes it so that when you know there are some people when they say, "Look, I don't have time to look into all." They're literally not lying to you. No, they don't. You know, to, don't. to, to have just a little bit of peace of mind in this life. Some people, you know, they, they only have a couple hours of peace of mind a day or the potential for peace of mind. So when you get the, the random normal things that happen in life, taking up three quarters of that, you know, they right. got about a half an hour to, to chill every day. And why do you right. want to look into the thing? What if the guy is right? <laughs> right. You know, and they are trying to take our rights away and make things worse. Why would you want to spend your time confirming that? Right. Or possibly confirming that because you're actually looking to, you know, find something against it so you can sleep tonight. The way that they have us running around in this rat race and in the maze is a product of the preponderance of information, as you said in the beginning. It's a product of that, but it also is, you know, uh, something that makes it so it's a self-fulfilling uh, it's a continuous cycle of just going around the drain and going down because the more people that are put into a position where they are desperate literally where they are working their butts off all day long every day they have no spare time the right more people that are like that the more the prevailing narrative goes over without a hitch the more things happen that people don't understand and the worse it gets and so what I, I, I guess I'll say this to kind of lighten it up a little bit. I am pleased when I see at times the number of people who are actually skeptical, because yeah. that's all I ask. Just be skeptical. You know, you don't have to agree that this is a conspiracy over here and this is a plot over here and this is no, but don't accept everything just on face value. Um, and you I, know, I have a I have what my 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 brother, my brother that's a year year younger than me. He's not skeptical. He's a full on like conspiracy theorist. Like, is broccoli real? Type conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I eighty percent of what he says, I can just I can blame it on the weed. 
but sometimes and, and why what what I enjoy about my conversations with him is that he he raises questions and it is just rare to have that. It is rare to have someone to raise questions, right? Now, I I love my brother, but you know, I don't I I'm he's never going to convince me that uh that Jay-Z is leading a cult and then they had a baby so that they could sacrifice it or that snow is a manufactured product that uh is not real and you know wow. there's experiments where you can burn snow and it's I you're not gonna convince me of, of, of any of that stuff. Is is that um, a real conspiracy out there? That is that is one hundred percent real. Burn snow. I'll send, I'll send you the videos. And I I just and so and uh, so I feel the the need to say this so that because I, I don't I don't I don't want to purport I don't want to support the the conspiracy. <laughs> so what people, what what people do is they'll get snow and they'll get a lighter and they'll put the lighter underneath the snow and then the snow appears to it, it, there's no liquid coming down and the snow appears to be melting because of the collection of soot on the snow. So the reason for that is for for any of my conspiracy theorist friends the reason for that is is that a lighter is not a strong enough heat source to overcome the cold in the snowball. So the little bit of water that is melted by the fire is quickly absorbed by the surrounding ice and that's why it doesn't drip down. The black stuff that they see is the incomplete combustion of the butane that uh, hits on the ice because the heat source is so small. If you take that snowball and you put it in a pan on a stove and you're able to overcome that cold, it's water. There's, there's no, no, no question about it. But the way the experiment looks <laughs> on YouTube, it looks like it, snow is not real. So... Um, but I, I, I share that, that as crazy as that sounds, I applaud asking the question. Fundamental. That's how science works, right? We, because we don't, we don't see that much anymore. And the benefit of that, what, what that does, what that does is it allows for discussion and it, it allows for discourse. Okay. Well, is snow real? Can we determine that? And, <sighs> and then I'm better for it. And you're better for it. And I would love to see, just like the, you know, the, the, the kids on the bus, if they had just broadened their knowledge base a little bit, right? And just done a little bit of research, they could have discovered some information because we could have talked about that there are burgers that are made from ground pork, right? Mm. So that, that, there, that, there could be some truth to that, but typically it's ground beef and then we, there could have been some discussion and some exploration instead of basing a opinion based upon your knowledge with no desire to challenge yourself or expound on what you think you know. And and that's what I would like to see more of uh, us taking our own responsibility to say, OK, hey, listen, despite your point, right, despite us living in the hectic world that we live in. I'm just not comfortable. I've seen eight videos and they all agree. That's not confirmation. That's concerning. Right. I've not seen the other side or the middle or anything yet. 
anything else. So how yeah. can I stop? <laughs> right. You know, I at least need to go back to my source of it was the other way and say, okay, can you refute any of the things that are in these videos? You know, like, or what's, I don't, you know, it's, it's a scary thing, you know, with the, the, with the kids in the, in the bus, it's, and, and, and that parallel to adults nowadays, because again, what was the point? What was the reason for their snap judgment? It, it is what it sounds like. Right. It, and, and as long as it sounds, that doesn't, that make sense. Isn't that? It just makes sense. It just would, makes sense. Who would ever name something what it is not? Right. <laughs> and, and right. Without a full contextual understanding of how words come into being, you know, how, you know, colloquialisms become actual, you know, names mm -hmm. of things and, you know, uh, solidify the existence of that thing that did not exist with that name before. Even if you don't scratch that deep, it's just don't you, you, you see how people our age and older still just say, oh, good. There's an affordable health care act that must by definition, and the rules of the universe mean that that is going to make healthcare more affordable. More affordable, right? And there are but those. It didn't, it didn't do that. There are those who know that's not the case, and they will use right. that to their fullest. You know, and we have to, as you said, we, we we have to be able to look beyond the first page. We have to be able to look beyond one side of the story. You have to come to it as though you know nothing. You keep the knowledge that you have. You don't lose everything you've learned about a topic, but you come into the new question. Because it wouldn't be a question if you understood it all, all already. Right. You come into the new question with maybe I might learn something new. If you just had that, you might not fall for the, you know, this is what we want you to believe. We're going to say it 20 times and there it is. Go away. You've got your answer. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. 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 And 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 while you're here, I'd like to sell you some uh chocolate free protein donuts that's gluten free. <laughs> Which come yeah. on. Who in the world? Yeah. Right. If if I could give a closing thought, I think I think I would just say that um I think I mean this is something I could probably talk about all day. I think we are lacking a solution to this problem. I, I I don't see how we get around having a well-informed. This is a representative democracy. It is dependent. That system depends upon an informed electorate. And currently, we are not as well-informed as I would like us to be. And I don't have a viable solution for that right now because our our current information centers and our current preferences lends itself to echo chambering and groupthink and there there's no in, or little incentive it appears to inform yourself to the point to where you can look at a politician and wade through the the talking points and get to okay that does make sense to me you know, I, I can separate the wheat from the chaff and we, we, we don't even have the ability to do that. It appears right to not to pick on Donald Trump, but to have Donald Trump make a statement like we're going to build a wall and Mexico is going to pay for it. And for that to be plausible in the minds of some people, it's plausible to think that we would even have the ability to force Mexico 
pay for it. So, you know, I, 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 my close here is we have to get to a place collectively as a society where we are demanding that unadulterated, unpackaged data information so that we can start to decide for ourselves. But, but there has to be a yearning for that from us to demand that from uh, the information sources. And, and that's what I would like to push for. And that's what I would encourage anybody is don't accept what's being presented in these prepackaged uh, talking points and videos when it don't, don't accept that. There's more to the story. I guarantee you. And you deserve to know more than you're being told. My, my last words on this topic uh, for today would be, it would be directed at the people out there. You know who you are, that you have time to look into some of these things and you know you do, but you don't take any time to look into these things. Um, I gave this piece of advice the other day to someone and it is just because you don't know that someone is trying to, uh, planning to rob your house tomorrow mm-hmm. doesn't mean that your house won't get robbed tomorrow. Just because you want to enjoy your life is not an excuse for ignoring what life actually is. And it's, it's pitfalls and it's ups and it's downs. You know, people are not perfect. Thus societies are not perfect. Thus the world is not perfect. If you don't know the game, then you are not going to perform as well in it as you could. And you might lose. So I'll, no, you I'll, will. I'll encapsulate that all with, with a statement that's probably been said a million times. Just because you don't know, don't want to play doesn't mean you're not in the game. And I would say to the people, turn over the stones. If you have the time, if you truly have the time, you, I'll, I'll go on a moral, I'll go on a moral limb here and say, you almost have an obligation. I agree. To the rest of the people that don't have the ability to turn that stone over to just look, just look, don't be closed minded. Don't be fear driven. Don't, don't excuse yourself by saying, but I just want to be happy all the time. No, nobody said you have to be unhappy. If someone asked me right now, to the degree that I understand reality, I have some humility here. If someone, to the degree that I understand reality, if someone asked me, would you rather be really happy and not understand reality to the degree that you do? You know, my answer would quickly be, oh, absolutely not. I'd rather be as happy as I am right now, which is pretty darn happy. You know, I have have a, a good life, but I don't have to ignore what can happen down the road. And part of the written, this is what I really want to tell all of you that have the time because you have the energy to do it. Part of the reason that I have had so much success in this life is because I did see what was coming down the road. I did turn over the stones. I did look and I accepted life for exactly what it is, not what I want it to be. That would be right. my, my, my last word. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Looking forward to do this again soon. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. This is Brian. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to support us and our mission to foster real dialogue, you can find us on most major social media sites, including Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, Instagram, X, Threads, and TikTok. Just search for the Fourth Branch Podcast with a numeric four. 
please reach out to us if you have a comment or an idea for a show. We mean it when we say we want to hear from everyone and we're serious about including you in the conversation. Got a topic that you're passionate about? Let's talk about it. We'd love to get you on the show and allow you to express your views. Once again, thanks for listening. Can't wait to talk to you soon.